Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at BoxingBear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at TheCookieBarnWaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, I'm back for another uh, fancy edition of the fancy edition show, the Life and Times podcast. So, so good to be with you. <laughs> uh listen i did something i don't know how responsible it is i haven't figured that out uh over the you know you always get my life um i had this vehicle and i've had it for i don't know two or three years two years i think and uh i, I wanted to sell it just because of the world right now uh everything that you could sell people pay more for right and that's <laughs> that's good uh, let me get it out of the way I, that's a good thought if you can do it. The thing is, is that you have to then turn around and buy something else, right? So there's that. I haven't done that yet, but I did get rid of this vehicle. And and there's a there's a thing that I think I'm going to get. And uh, if I haven't mentioned it on on a previous show, I'm about to be living that Polaris slingshot life. And uh, I don't know if you remember these things or if you know what they are. Uh, most people do, but some people don't. So they're the... They're the car slash motorcycle. Maybe they call them auto cycle. Some people may call them a trike, but not, not like two wheels in the back, one in front. It's two in the front, one in the back, if you don't know. 
And it's not, and it's also not the the motorcycle looking version of what you would call in mo- motorcycle world the reverse trike. That that is a uh, spider, Can Am spider. I think that's what that is. Now, at one point in my life, I thought that I wanted one of those, like I did. And I don't know if you've ridden one of these things. Uh, I mean, I thought I wanted one. I thought it looked kind of cool, cool ish, or whatever. I was really just thinking about motorcycle trips. And when you're on a motorcycle, you have to pay attention every millisecond of the trip, right? That's that's pretty much how it goes. But the thought of kind of having three wheels and two out there, maybe a little more stable, you know, I just, I, in my head, I was like, yeah, it's probably a little safer. I like that. I've been riding motorcycles a long time, but that's just what's in my head. Um, so I got on one. Um, there was one uh, at where my cousin works and he's like, Hey, you want to ride it? So I hopped on, I drove it for about a half mile. I made one curve. I did about 40 miles an hour on a curve where the speed limit was 55. And in real life, I thought I was going to fly off of the, the spider. Like it, when they turn, they're horrible. Like the, they suck. I don't know how else to word it. Like they're not cool at all. I don't want one. I don't want one. Not even remotely. Uh, they're not fun. They're not cool. There's nothing about them that I like. All right, so now let's fast forward to more of the car version of the three <laughs> of the reverse trike, the Polaris slingshot. Look, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna ride it. Uh, I'm going big with this. We're taking this one global. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a Polaris slingshot and I'm gonna make a. It's gonna be a YouTube, and it's gonna it's a. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna call it, uh, but it's gonna be my daily driver. Hot, cold, rain, hell sleep yeah i'm gonna i got a little carried away with some of that uh i do plan on having a cover so maybe if it hails but if it lightnings i'm kind of out in the open same way that you wouldn't really ride a motorcycle in the lightning uh unless you got caught up in it which is a thing that happened before let me tell you this story by the way just because i said that this is the most absurd story ever and i wish you guys would ban these two hotels um, I'm, I'm coming from Texas. I believe, I think I was coming all the way from Texas and I was on my motorcycle and, um, and it was storming. It was storming like crazy. Like I was in a straight up lightning storm, but there's nowhere to go. Like you're outside. There's literally nothing I could do. And I wasn't going to stop. There were tornadoes coming. Uh, well, I didn't know tornadoes were coming. I knew it was storming. And I knew I was in a straight-up lightning storm. So I, so I get, you know, I, there's an exit off a turnpike. I don't remember it, if it's the Indian Nation's turnpike that leads all the way up to Henrietta, if you're not familiar with this area. It's just a turnpike in Oklahoma. And so I passed this Eufaula Dustin exit, so I'm not that far away from Henrietta. Uh, I pull in there. It's raining like crazy. It's lightning. I honestly, this is not good. And so I pull into a hotel. There's there's one, um, you know, you're headed north into Tulsa. I think I got that right. You're headed north from Henrietta to Tulsa. And uh, I, I pull under this awning. I go in the store. I'm soak, soaking wet. I look like I'm scared to death, you know, because I was. And, uh, you know, the guy owns this thing. And um, this is what he this is what he said. <laughs> oh i'm like hey man um hey can i stay here for a while is that okay he's like yeah that's fine and now and there's two or three people watching the news uh you know the weather guy 
I'm sure Travis Myers out in full force. Listen, guys, if Travis Myers on at, at like uh, nine thirty or or like seven or like midnight, you know, those are odd times in between news stations. If Travis Meyer is on the TV station, something's going down, right? So this is Travis Myers giving us the weather. He's like, oh, and if you're in Henrietta, right where I'm at, you're in the direct path. These two cells are going to merge, and then it's going to be one gigantic storm, right? And so I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm on my motorcycle. I'm at this motel off the side of the road, and uh, we're in a direct path. This whole place is going to get blown over. But either way, you know, you go to a bathroom, the interior room, all that kind of thing. So I was like, sir, uh, you know, I, I just live in Tulsa. And so he's like, well, oh, you know, the storm is coming. So he's like, well, hey, look, if you want a room, you can get a room. But if not, you got to go. And I'm like, like, I I just can't even sit here in some mild safety for the time being. He's like, if you buy a room, you can get a room. If not, you got to go. And I'm like, wow. So the guy literally, and I wasn't going to stay there because he just hardlined me like that. There was no way I was staying at that at that motel. No way. And, uh, so I called my buddy, my buddy shows up out of nowhere. I call him. He's not even close. I just said, Hey man, I, he was from Henrietta. He didn't even live in Henrietta anymore. And I call him and I just got lucky. Turns out he was somewhat close. This guy comes and picks me up. My friend, Tyler, Tyler, love you for this. He, he uh, picks, I loved him before that too, but he was, <laughs> I'm just saying like, you know, what a, what a dude to come do this comes, picks me up. Takes me to his mom and dad's house. I think they had a cellar, but we ended up not getting in it. Uh, the big supercell that old Trav said was going to bring him down didn't do it. Now, I did leave my motorcycle out front of that guy's place because I don't know what I was going to do, but since he told me I couldn't stay there, I thought he was going to tow it. Now, listen, if this guy towed it, he was going to have uh, he was going to have a lot more problems uh, if he towed it, you know, for whatever that means. And so I, I'm like... <laughs> all right the storm's over i get back my bike's there no way am i staying there and i can't get to tulsa because the road's flooded so i go across the highway to the day's Inn. i stay the night in henrietta oklahoma and by the way you know just side note for anybody out there that um uh, is not from this area troy aikman you know the hall of fame football player for the dallas cowboys quarterback for anybody out there in the world Troy Aikman, that's where he went to high school, is Henrietta, Oklahoma. And uh, also, side note, they were called the Henrietta Hens. That was their mascot. Fighting Hens, I believe, is what they called themselves. Uh, real raw talents there, there at the Hens. The Hens, are they'll really peck you to death back in the day. Anyway, so I go stay at the Days Inn. I wake up in the morning time, and I, you know, I, I, I just told the story to the front desk, and they're like, yeah. You know, yeah, we got a room for you. And I was so, like, mad and upset about the whole thing. So I wake up in the morning. I got to get back to Tulsa. It's not that far away. I'm, like, 40 or 50 miles away. But, I, you know, like I said, the road was flooded. And I walk outside in the breakfast area because I'm going to eat, you know, the, the fantastic breakfast they have at motels, whatever, Raisin Bran. What do they got back in the day? Raisin Bran, Corn Flakes, you know, all the classics. I'm telling this story about my last night to a couple that was from Minneapolis. And, um, 
And I'm like, yeah. And that guy kicked me out. I was like, that makes me so mad. I would never stay there. And that makes me want to, I don't know. You know, I was like just rambling. I, I wasn't going to do anything, but I really uh, hope the best. <laughs> no, that's not true. I, I didn't hope the best for that guy. I hope nothing even remotely close to the best for the guy who did that to me last night. It just, it just burned me up. So I wake up, you know, I'm, so I'm telling them and I'm all mad about it. I'm like, yeah, I'd never stay there. I hate this. And I look up, guess who's by, uh, guess who's behind the counter? Guess who's behind the counter? Guess who owns, guess who owns every motel hotel in the town of Henrietta? Same dude. I literally didn't want to stay there. I went across the street because uh, this guy, I hope his place burned down. I just hope the whole place blew up. I, I didn't want nothing to do with him. Next day, apparently he owns the Days Inn. I don't know if he's there anymore. I don't. I don't care. I've. I've I'll never stay in Henrietta again. Uh, that's the funny thing about, about staying there. They put me in the room because they felt bad for me, so they put me in the room. <laughs> They put me in the interior room that faced the pool. You guys remember those those hotels and motels that faced the... <laughs> they had an indoor section and the rooms faced the pool. You might you maybe didn't even have a, a window to the outside world, but you had a, a window to the inside pool area. And I remember as a child, I only wanted to stay in those areas. Like, I thought those were the best areas. When I was a little kid, I thought the best area to be was in the room that faced the pool. And as an adult, I, I will never stay in those rooms. And I know I got kids, and they may, may want to bag me or whatever. I will never stay in the interior hotel room that faces the pool. The whole place smells like chlorine. It's like you invented chlorine in your room. It's disgusting. It's, it's like muggy it's it's humid worse rooms in hotels anyway that's where they put me for my troubles can't stand those rooms what a what a horrible deal uh to have this and you know what i i got super literally way super literally you see all those words i tried to use at one time <laughs> they didn't go together i just got sidetracked like a lot, you know, sometimes I don't, and sometimes I do. And that was a pretty good one because I got way carried away to tell you I'm buying an, a player, a Polaris slingshot. I'm going to buy a Polaris slingshot. It's going to happen. We're going to love it. Uh, it's going to be a daily driver. People are going to be trying to ride with me all the time. And all I'm going to do is like, I'm going to do like the things that you do when you live in small towns. Uh, I may do the one finger wave. I may do like some head nods. Um, when I'm really feeling it, I may like even give them a point, you know, when I'm driving, like, like pointing at like two or three of them at one time. Uh, I just know the level of cool that I'm about to be. It's like so many people are going to be like, man, one day I wish I could, I wish I could drive a slingshot as my daily driver. I know people think that and you're like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when it gets cold? We're going to do it. When it rains or well, the rain, I tell you I'm rolling it. What are you going to do when it snows? What are you going to do if there's ice on the road? I'm going to put chains on it. I'm a daily driver cuz that's how I do it. I'm a daily I'm a daily Polaris slingshot driver. Speaking of drivers. <laughs> I heard I heard this stat. I heard this the other day. And it's not a stat. I 
So uh, you've heard me say these things that I, I've I go to NASCAR events a couple times a year. Um, COVID shut it down, so I haven't been in a while now. But uh, but I would go two times a year, and I would help do security with my friend who runs security at NASCAR, uh, or at least a, a detail of it. So so we're at the you know the the driver introductions, and the people were walking past us. I've told these stories on the podcast. That that's not the purpose of the story, but so I'm like backstage where they're doing the driver introductions, and then the the crowd is right in front of the thing. I'm back of house, right? Let's better word to use. And so the guy who was going to perform that day, uh, he came over to the driver area. They were going to introduce him to, and he was going to wave. His name was Shooter Jennings. Now Shooter Jennings, uh, his dad is Waylon Jennings. I just told you all that story. I, I never have talked about Shooter Jennings because, to be honest, I didn't know anybody really knew who Shooter Jennings was. Like, I didn't know that. I don't mean it rude or anything like that. I'm not a country – I'm not, a, like, a hardcore country fan, so I don't know who's cool, who's not cool. I don't know. But apparently people know who he is by his own right. And then somebody told me the other day, they're like, oh, yeah, he was on, he was on Talladega Nights. Now – then I got excited thinking that Shooter Jennings was on Talladega Nights. Now, if he was, I don't know. I don't now. If if he was, Wikipedia didn't didn't do him any favors. I, I look it up because I'm like, so this guy that I talked to backstage, which by the way, um, it's not like I was. <laughs> look, he meets people all the time. Uh, he he might be a nice guy. Uh, he kind of was mouthy backstage, you know, I'm just some random security guy. Um, you know, said something funny, but kind of mouthy and then just walked off and I'm like, who is that? And they're like, shooter Jennings. I'm like, Oh, you're right. Yeah. He's not a Talladega nights. I thought I put all that together in this NASCAR role. He wasn't on at all. He was on walk the line. He actually played his dad in walk the line, but to be honest, I'd have to go watch walk the line to figure out how much he actually spoke in the movie. Uh, now had I known that before I would have been more impressed and been like, Hey bro, you're shooter Jennings from walk the line. But instead he was shooter Jennings, the country singer. And I'm like, yeah, everybody knows your dad. Nobody knows you. I honestly, it probably came off a little harsh just now. But I just don't like that he popped off. <laughs> he popped off because there's this rope. And I tried to undo the rope. And the rope wasn't coming off. So he just stepped over the rope. And then he popped something off. Like, I'll just do your job for you. It was something like that. So, uh, By the way, Shooter Jennings, he's like 5'3". The guy's like 5'3", 149 pounds. Now, I've discussed this before. I ever said in life. Uh, there's plenty of five, 349 pound guys that'll hurt your feelings. Like <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, shooter Jennings, however, is not one of those guys. Guarantee it. This isn't a bash shooter Jennings show. I'm just saying that, you know, whatever shooter, <laughs> whatever scooter. Hey, scooter Jennings, whatever. Um, Hey, listen, school has started first. The school started. And what does, what does the start of school mean? I learned this tonight. I, or I, I thought about this tonight. I looked outside at 8.30. It was dark. You know, so like summer. Yeah, of course it comes to an end. These are the seasons. 
But in the summertime, just like a month ago, I, it felt like it got dark at 9.30, and I just realized, like, tonight it was 8.30. Pretty sure it was dark at 8.30, 8.35, I believe, was what time I looked at the clock. And so, you know, we're getting closer to fall season. School has started. Football is starting. You know, this pro announcer, uh, you know, being the heart and soul of this community where I live uh, announcing-wise, um, I'm really announcing them to victory this year. Probably going to be another good season of uh, victory announcing. And, uh, you know, I'm cool with it. You guys are. Some of my kids are starting school, and that also means one other thing. So every year I take a trip, every year. I won't get hardcore in it because so many people, I guess a lot of people on this thing do not play fantasy football, but every year I go to Texas. That is on Friday night. Saturday, it's on Saturday night where I make my way to Texas to draft fantasy football players with the guys in my league. And, you know, sorry, because I know there's people all over the world that listen to this, but I'm really directing this at uh, really nine other guys. Um, tonight we did the uh, the draft order. I, uh, I'm i in ninth out of ten spots. I draft ninth. Um, that's not a good spot to be in fantasy draft wise. I will shorten this because the rest of the world did not, do not care about uh, fantasy football. It will have to be its own show, but I just want you guys to know, uh, with the ninth pick, probably going to win the, another championship, uh, going to be a, going to be a ring ceremony, you know, sometime uh, next season. I'm pretty excited for it. The start of next season, there will be a ring ceremony, probably going to win it again. Uh, I also want you to know, uh, I'm going to reference back to uh, Scooter. You know, Scooter I just talked about. Um, I I don't recall watching Walk the Line. So I know some people are like, well, you got to, man. It's about Johnny Cash. It's going to be great. Yeah, maybe. But um, I'll tell you what I did watch, and I, and I liked it. Like, I loved it. I watched, I watched Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. I did watch that. And uh, one of my most favorite lines, even if it's not funny to you, if you've never seen the show or the, you don't have any buildup, I'm just saying, I'm not even going to say it like funny. I'm just, there was some kids playing in the barn. It was my favorite line in the whole movie. I know because I still say it. Kids playing in the barn. One has a sword, I believe. I believe it's a sword. Uh, cuts his brother in half. Oh, well, if you don't know, it's a, comedy show it's like uh what do you call that parody no i don't whatever man it's it's a comedy if you haven't watched the show cuts his brother in half and his brother's sitting there sitting on the floor with just half his body and uh he says to his brother he's like go tell mom it could be dad i don't remember go tell mom go tell mom i'm cutting half real bad and uh that was it (laughs) That's my favorite line in the whole movie. Uh, sorry if I butchered that. <laughs> if it's, sorry if it's not funny. It was my favorite line in the whole movie. Go watch the movie. That's all I've ever, that's all I've ever watched. Nobody's walking watching you, Scooter. All right. Now I'm back. I'll tell you how we ended, uh, ended this summer. We ended this summer um, yesterday at the... At the Illini River, that's Illinois River, not the Illinois, but the Illinois River, Illini River. 
that's how we ended the summer. Went there with our with our friends, and uh, you know it was, that was pretty cool. It was an experience for my family because, um, and I, as I've said on whatever show, first of the summer, I wanted to take my kids places that I grew up: creeks, lakes, rivers, whatever it was. You know, things like that. And uh, I took my oldest daughter, but I didn't take the youngest. So this past weekend was the first time um, that that we all went to the river, but we went with our friends. And there's just things that you know how to do if you've been to the river forever. And I didn't think to tell my kids until I watched them kind of sweep down the the river there. <laughs> and so... Uh, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't think to give the, the lessons, just stuff I know how to do. Cause I'm old and, and you know, my kids are eight and 12, so it's not like they're tiny. So in my head, I just didn't think about it. So like we get out there, actually, let me just tell this first part. When you first take off, you hop in the boat and then you cruise down and we actually didn't, we didn't go that far. We, we might even went a half mile, uh, roughly. Roughly a half mile, we pulled, met our first stop, pulled over on a bank, and uh, our friend, by the way, on the bank, the water, it was like um, six inches, maybe a foot deep uh, in, in this spot where it happened. So I felt like it was odd. Um, we docked our boat. Uh, there's three couples, and the other couple was trying to... <laughs> Eddie and Sarah, Eddie and Sarah was couldn't make it to the bank. So they were paddling up river as hard as they could trying to go against the current to get back to where our boats were before they finally decided just to pull their boat over where they were at. Now we're watching all this in amusement. Cause we're like, <laughs> by the way, the water is probably three foot deep where they're at. All he has to do is get out of the boat and just walk it over to the side. But that's not what happened. They're, they're out there paddling like they're in the, 2021 Olympics, uh, in the row, like they're rowboating and, uh, they're not going anywhere. So, so, uh, they, somebody finally has a thought to get out and then they drag it over to the side. Well, when he drug it over the side, here's what I think happened. I don't know. I, I don't, I'll, I'll catch it later. I'm sure the wife starts to fall out of the boat. She flips a paddle out of the boat. The paddle starts to roll down the river. He jumps out to get the paddle, but he steps wrong and he falls down. So then he runs up river, grabs the paddle. He's instantly infuriated and he slings the paddle. He throws it. <laughs> That's, that was that was the, that was the first four minutes we were in the river, and uh, that's <laughs> so. So at the same stop, here's the thing where I didn't like announce to my kids what you should do. At the same stop. I got my daughter who gets out a little fur, further than she should have and the water sweeps her down and she's trying to swim against the current. Well, she's eight and she got life jackets on. Uh, they both have life jackets on, but she's trying to swim against the current. I'm like, swim to the side. And she's still trying to swim up river. I'm like, swim to the side. And she's trying to swim up river. You know, cause like when water sweeps you away, um, it's not like it was flash flood water. It was just, you know, the river current. And so, you know, water sweeps you away. You, you swim to the side. Now you'll get to the side. Eventually you may be a hundred yards further down the river, but you'll eventually be back on the bank and you can walk back up. But she's like in full panic mode 
And, uh, you know, and then as a dad, it's bothering me that she's in full panic mode and I'm about to start sprinting, but our friends were, you know, cause I was remember our friends, Eddie and Sarah, they docked their boat way further down. So about a hundred yards away. And, you know, so they ran and got her, but that was the first time I'm like, you got to tell these kids, listen, parents who listen to this show, I'm the worst at this, by the way, is why I'm telling you, you just assume kids know stuff because you know stuff. And then, uh, and then you find out they don't, it should make you feel dumb. But immediately my initial thought, my knit, not immediately. Yeah. Immediately. And my initial thought was <laughs> what's your problem. Swim to the side. Everybody knows this, by the way. Uh, see. That's what I do as a dad is I, when I start yelling, I think everybody knows that. And it turns out that, uh, eight year olds who've never been in the river in a current and a 12 year old, they actually don't know. They don't know that. Uh, <laughs> because we've not, <laughs> because we haven't been in the lake or the rivers with these kids. Somebody yelled agar, and uh, the eight-year-old thought it was gonna rip her leg off. It was like a little spotted gar, but she thought it was gonna like eat her leg off, and she it, like just tried to Michael Phelps it back to the the boat as fast as she could to try to get in this raft. So the guard didn't eat her leg off. I'm like, these things don't touch you. They don't touch you. Like, it doesn't happen. And I got my wife out there. You, anybody know? Listen, if you, if you grew up where I grew up, you know what the water bugs are. They're at creeks. They're at rivers. Um, I'm sure they're at lakes, too. I don't recall them. They're everywhere. They're creeks, lakes, rivers. Those water bugs. That's what they are. I mean, if there's a more scientific name, I don't know. They're water bugs. And uh, she sees them on the water. She's like, look at all those mosquitoes. I'm like, those are not mosquitoes. Those are, those are, those are water bugs. There's not mosquitoes. She's like, they are mosquitoes. I'm like, those are not mosquitoes, they're water bugs. She's like, yeah, but they'll bite you. I'm like, they won't bite you. They're not going to bite. Has anybody ever tried to catch a water bug ever with your hands? Have you ever tried to catch a water bug? You can't catch them because they run from you. They're not going to attack you and bite you. I mean, just the, the level of intensity of things that they don't know is unbelievable. Honestly, probably failure as a dad uh, and a spouse. I don't know, man. Happy fall. Fall's coming. <laughs> Fall's coming. <laughs> All right. Hey, look, uh, you know, I love everybody. Um, I'm going to hop off here. Put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. You know, it's almost playoff baseball time. It's getting really close. Um, Orioles are so close this year. It's like, all right, love everybody. Uh, have a fantastic week.